listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Tommy ain't my motherfucking boy. When he fake moves on the nigga you employ, while I emerge off your set, know you got damn. Now you know, goddamn, I show living large niggas how to flip a deaf jam and rough up the motherfucking house. Cause I smother you, cold chilling motherfuckers. I still Warner Brothers. Uh, I thought he said I still Warner Brothers. Anyway, I'm ruthless. My clan don't like don't have to act wild. That shit is jive and old sleeping bag profile this soft comedian rap shit ain't the rough witty on the real to real it wasn't from a tough city niggas be game thinking they lyrical surgeons <laughs> they know they mics are formed at virgin and if you ain't booed at mike you know you couldn't hurt or be that's like going to venus driving to mercury the capital of this rugged slang is wu-tang witty unpredictable talent and natural game a death row on a, an MC with Mike Cables, the epic is a rush associated labels. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Monday. Yep, yep. Carolina Planthers on Monday Night Football Monday. Mm-hmm. And you know what that means. That means I need Cam Newton to get like two fantasy points and I win my fantasy football playoff second round i think you're gonna get those even though i think we're gonna lose i just need them two points cam okay just two points we can get this w i can get into the finals and the championship where i belong where you belong after i went into the playoffs on a full game losing streak okay but what we call that is coaching okay i coach (laughs) my boys up so we just need to do this one just tonight cam just get me two points all right that's all we need he can get you that that's uh, that's it okay just stay healthy get two points that's all i need player and we go we gonna we gonna win this we're gonna get this w anyway you can find us on itunes and stitcher it's the black guy who tips guys uh premium people there's a new episode on the premium feed for mm-hmm. spoiled movie reviews we've been grinding yeah spoiled movie reviews i did a spoiled review for the first man for first man with jl covan today so if you guys like hearing me and jl go back and forth about black panther and uh other things uh and we talked about oscars and a bunch of shit uh you can get you some in the uh chat i mean in the uh in the uh rss feed for premium people all right and on the website um the official weapon of the show is the, the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and today's podcast is brought to you by tweaked audio mm-hmm. tweaked audio earbuds they are trying to hook your ears up mm-hmm. a lot of you right now listening to the podcast right now you listening to us yeah we fading in and out mm-hmm. one ear coming in and out going from the y'all hearing us on the left side and your heels on the right side you can't turn your head too quick you better not you're gonna have you know it's shorted you've been dealing with them 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 messed up headphones uh for a better part of a year and you're like man i wish i had an alternative well tweaked audio is providing the alternative they have a bunch of audio earbuds that are handmade with noise reducing designs and designed to sound great for music and talk they're compatible with ipods iphones android devices and all mp3 players and most phones you can get a third off of these different styles and they got like i mean you got the bluetooth okay you Mm -hmm. got the over the ear joints the wireless joints like they got all kinds you can get a third off if you use discount code tbgwt Mm, built with speakers and everything you also get free shipping and it comes with a lifetime warranty all right so like 
what are you doing if you're not doing this okay like and they warned to his own point because yeah we they, had to return some stuff yeah they they replace your stuff you know like unless it's like and even like low-key even if it's your fault and you violate the warranty like you drop your headphones in some water they still take care of people they still give you a discount on your next headphones mm-hmm. cvs ain't doing that nope they're gonna be like you out them 20 dollars best buy be like them headphones been in your dirty ass ears of course we don't want them back <laughs> no we don't want them back what's wrong with you fool so yeah make sure you guys do this um the shipping is fast free shipping lifetime warranty discount code tbgwt you get a third off of your uh earbuds so tweakedaudio.com that's t-w-e-a-k-e-d audio.com i know my accent makes it sound different so um all right let's get into the show so all kinds of stuff going on at a couple of random thoughts okay uh well they're really quick and two of them are actually just really bad jokes but i had to get them out <laughs> i have to get them out guys i can't help myself this is the disease that i have uh the first one's not a joke it's serious is love and light the woke thoughts and prayers like you always see people saying sending you love and light sending you love and light and i'm like what's love and light gonna do for me hmm? that ain't nothing but thoughts and prayers you just trying to be fancy try to act all spiritual on me Mm-mm. can't play me with that love and light Mm-mm-mm. find some new shit to copy off of <laughs> leave the christians alone um all right now for my terrible jokes you ready karen okay uh if freddie mercury you know who he is he's a lead singer of queen they just made a movie about it called okay. rhapsody yes. robbie malik played him okay if freddie mercury would have been born in this era i don't think he would have been a rock star why you say that i think he would have been selling mixtapes in the grocery store parking lot he would have been selling bohemian rap cds it's the disease guys i have to get it out you don't play the music it was in my mind and now can you, um, can you drum beat something uh okay well let me go into spotify and i'll give it a second to load but um it was in my brain and now you guys have to know <laughs> so i know what y'all thinking <laughs> see y'all at y'all desk right now all right all right um if you're a comedian out there you need me to write some jokes for you let me know okay just saying if you're listening and you need some material these are free you can mm-hmm. have these you can have this joke and the next joke <laughs> you can put them right in your act i won't even ask for you to give me credit uh send me the tape of them booing you though what okay here's another queen related joke what if the lead singer from queen went into stand-up instead of music and he probably had to sell his stand-up albums by the door when you walk out the club they probably be freddie merch cds oh oh thank you thank you guys oh thank you for listening to the show we appreciate y'all to all the listeners we just lost uh thank you so much you, i'm sorry whoever recommended this podcast to you it wasn't it was normally better than this it's normally we normally like are a lot higher quality uh some days you just don't have it guys all right i was tired um all right let's get into the show uh cardi b you know we just had cardi b gate or should it be offset gate i, I don't know you know i have to think <laughs> i have to think about the best way to term it um Cardi off gate i don't know yeah it's off off gate off set set gate i don't know um, somebody check the gate i'm not sure what's who happening. the hell left the gate open so this nigga could get in 
and i really like i really feel like we should have seen this shit coming with offset you know like i looked up um i put offset in google and looked up the definition noun a consideration or amount that diminishes or balances the effect of a contrary one to the amount or distance by which something is out of line well goddamn uh i mean how do we not see this coming i feel I like oh i guess in the definition apparently i feel like we all should be sitting around like oh yeah that's right his name was offset yeah let's not say brugate yeah well that's the other thing i said on twitter because you know going back and looking at his apology because see this is the thing when things happen like this uh there's a cycle right mm-hmm. and let me say like uh i was listening to tanahasi coast get interviewed um on uh it was a great podcast it was uh chris hayes has a podcast i think it, i think that's who has a podcast okay and uh i think tanahasi coast was being interviewed on it and he was talking about why he got off of twitter and stuff and you know i i think you know he's kind of hip to game and kind of in a lot of ways was very honest about just taking in too much shit mm-hmm. and that and that fucks up your process you can't really be yourself um and the animosity and the defensiveness and ego and all this stuff that takes over but he was saying like when you take in stuff it's hard to like to really give a true like uh to not let it affect what your work of course so i feel like through the cardi shit and all that celebrity shit this weekend it took over twitter like a fucking hurricane and the whole timeline was on fire yeah if you logged in and tried to see stuff that was not that you were not gonna see it at least not in my circle not for long and and it's one of those things where even with uh kanye west you cannot follow kanye west have him blocked all this stuff so he normally don't pop up in your timeline but with something like what happened this weekend people would actually take screenshots of the tweets and then post the tweets so then you still can't avoid it because you got you put them filters so that you couldn't get it directly but if you take a screenshot and posting the screenshots i will eventually come across the screenshots yeah so it's it's kind of interesting um to i don't know to experience like to experience that because you know we go we do the show we're very open and transparent about our experiences mm-hmm. i try to be um and it's hard sometimes to find the funny because my first reaction to things is normally to be funny correct and i normally don't even really like talking about things until i found at least some element of humor in it um when it's something like that because i you know i refuse to invest too much into pop culture and too much into um like celebrity i just don't i just don't want to be one of those people i understand there's a lot of people that are like that it's it's just not my thing i don't want to live vicariously through these people i don't Mm -hmm. want their lives to be like let me tell you about how this affected me you know it's like cool you did you made a decision um so (laughs) after the show yesterday i was thinking like damn i didn't really get to be funny about the cardi offset shit that much but um i realized where the funny was for me was in that bruh yeah yeah like the overall arching you go yeah nothing funny but yeah Yeah. that that bruh because i don't like to see people in pain and it put it clearly Oh, uh, and I said this yesterday, and I, I think uh, I got a couple some feedback over over you know the the day or whatever from a few people that well a couple people that were like, um, well, people weren't triggered, you know, or you know it's dismissive to say it was triggering, but I I want to be one hundred percent 
transparent i don't i did not mean to use this trigger in a dismissive way right i meant it for real like i wish i had a better word than trigger because i think triggered is like a kind of a weird i know i know that it's become a condescending thing to say to people to be like you're triggered you snowflake and i don't mean it that way nope it just it's just uh, something happened and it affected you yeah there's certain and, words and that's okay yeah there's certain words that seem to bother people that mm-hmm. they're in my vocabulary and i but because i'm trying to use them earnestly i think people don't like people have a reaction to it no matter what like Correct. like the word sensitive mm-hmm. or when i say um i don't like something but people people associate saying you don't like with dislike which i think are two different things you know like to dislike something is to be like i i have a negative feeling towards it to not like something to say you don't like it to me means you just don't care one way or the other and then of course like like don't like is neutral to me and dislike is 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 more um assertive but that's just in my vocabulary it's my quirk i'm not saying i recognize society does not look at that the same so if Mm -hmm. i were to say like oh i don't like rap music people would be like oh so you dislike rap music and and in my mind i'm like i didn't say that right but 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 to them i did say it because those two things basically mean the same anyway all that to say because i think i said something like quote unquote triggered or whatever because i'm trying to find a better word that won't piss people off but it really was triggering for people yeah and it's the only and it's the best most accurate word i can think of because people went from what happened on stage to physical abuse violence things that happened to death murder families like and i and i the best way i can associate it as a male is to be like when the cops pull up behind me i might they might not feel that it is a threat on the level that and it's not a threat necessarily on the level that it is um when i see these videos online of people getting killed by the police like like that doesn't necessarily mean i'm going to be killed by the police because they pulled me over for a taillight being out or speeding or whatever you know what i'm saying that doesn't mean that but in my mind at that time that feels like that and it could happen and i'm ready for fight or flight and so my mind goes there so if i were to talk about it i'm already i'm already like they'll these pulled me over it's the middle of the night the, the you know i seen two more cop cars i'm like am i about to die right now now to them it's routine like the dude's light was out we need to check on them you know what i'm saying to them it but but it's different for me and i think the experience that a lot of women have had especially those have dealt with crazy ass no boundary ass men was the experience of this can escalate and the men who have been talking about this have been affecting and bothering women on purpose right and so when i say trigger i don't mean it dismissively i say i just mean it matter of factly like this is it was triggering for people to see it and then the discussion online was just hyperbolic because you got men going it's just a little cheating take them back oh he just so you don't want him to have a family you know and then you got women being like okay well my cousin was killed by this same sentiment of da 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 and i'm looking at the situation going okay the people in the situation may or may not go to either of those extremes it may not be uh offset is gonna hate cardi because she's breaking up his family quote unquote he may not turn out to be like future and so many other toxic men and so many people's babies daddies and shit like that 
um and cardi may not be looking at him as her enemy or this dude that she needs a restraining order against and would like to you know see as far away from her as possible and come visit your child on on the recommended weekends and all that right i don't know what these two people want out of this right a lot of people were projecting and somebody said bothered but even with the word bothered that still bothers people that you even said they were bothered yeah and so i just wanted to say like i wasn't being dismissive Mm -hmm. and i want that to be 100 percent clear because i don't want people to to go uh because i would i just don't do that like i i understand i'm not invested in the celebrity shit in that level of being like and this is how it applies to my personal life when it comes to stuff like this but at the same time i'm not trying to be like belittle people and be like oh you was bothered by that (laughs) well i would never like no i saw people purposely trying to fuck with people you know and i think uh in the past year or so i've this is one of the reasons i've kind of backed off of a lot of the shit i consume and talk about on the internet because you feel like you're in the middle of the shit and it can make you feel crazy and it Mm -hmm. makes you feel like you need to say something or you need to battle these people or you need to fight with these people and for the most part i haven't seen these conversations become fruitful on the internet Mm -mm. so i'm just ejecting from a lot of them and being like okay i'll talk about on the show or i'll wait because you know this is a more this is an environment of trust for a bit people that listen to the show mostly trust us people that you and i trust each other we trust our audience to understand us and not think we're out here trying to be you know pieces of shit towards them so um at any rate i i uh i was not trying to sound dismissive if i did i'm sorry but you know i really did not think um i was being dismissive towards uh towards cardi or the people that were triggered by the situation and i think triggers is the most accurate word right yeah and and i think uh like you said because a lot of people when you say triggered they use it as a negative thing because people go trigger warning and and stuff like that so they automatically think it's going to be something negative attached to it right when it's not always negative because a lot of people are bothered or triggered by a lot of different things right and it's not always a bad thing i think when it comes to women when things bother us or get to us we begin to speak out we're always shot down right we're always told to be quiet we're always told our feelings don't matter and i think that for a lot of people they've been through that and because they've been through that a lot of times when um particularly males speak about things like this people just automatically assume that uh it's coming from a bad place or a negative place and for a lot of people it is but for some people it ain't yeah and and so i think especially when there's a lot of men that are doing the like Mm -hmm. i'm so emotionally unattached from this y'all motherfuckers is the ones that need to calm down she need to get back with that man and all this shit and they're just saying it to get attention and to make women upset online so i don't want to be a part of that you know Mm -hmm. and that's never my intention when doing this show i would never so um but but anyway the point being there was not much funny to talk about with it you know and it was just so much going on i was just like trying to recap the shit like and then this nigga said this and then this happened um but the most important thing that i hope people took from that is investing in these people on a level that is going to make you kind of project into your life the shit that they go through um it has these weird consequences you know it's why i don't do it personally i feel like there are people in the same way that i have like family members that are going to make some decisions i would not make 
these people are going to do the same thing and i don't want to get caught up in their shit because it's not really real for me it's real for them but their their decisions have no effect on my life right so i don't want to be like well if cardi and offset don't work it out what's going what's that gonna say about love right or um you know what's gonna happen when this person doesn't live up to these ideals because the other thing is people have placed these ideals on cardi and they want her to be something that i don't think cardi has really tried to be and she's also 24 so she may not be ready to be all the things that people want her to be it's almost like people want her to be on some like beyonce rihanna type level of um whatever but that's not how she got on she got on through sharing her life she got on through letting you know being round being ratchet quote unquote she got on through um uh reality tv and and instagram and stuff so it's not really the same like level of i'm a star everyone back up i'll let you know what i think when i'm ready to let you think like cardi going on instagram live at, right after shit happens like i don't even know if she had time to process all that um so like i said i found the funny in the brush it because i was like i don't want that just seems like the most it's already weird to me when dudes do that when they're in a relationship with a woman and they call her bruh i understand some people do that and they think it's cute and that's fine okay it's weird to me i'm an old-fashioned southern person i guess uh because i i just like only as a joke would i try to do some shit like that <laughs> right um the other part is um bruh in an apology though i just want to tell you i'm sorry bruh in person in front of the world yeah you ain't shit bro what are you doing what are you doing like that right there still feels like you trying to like perform some level of masculinity for the people that are watching like i don't want to look like i care too much like you already interrupted the show and brought the cakes out and are asking for for her to take you back or tell her to take you back depending on how you look at it um that like you might as well be begging like you you need to get, go ahead and start begging because that ain't gonna get it so after i saw that shit i laughed about it and i tweeted about it and i started thinking of iconic moments in romantic rom-com history uh romantic storylines and inserting bruh so i went on twitter and i found like when Dwayne wayne had went to whitley gilbert's wedding and crashed it mm-hmm. and they was kicking them out and then said baby please please mm-hmm. and i switched it with bruh please please uh <laughs> in the bodyguard <laughs> what kevin costa said don't worry i'll protect you i'll change it don't worry i'll protect you bruh right don't even sound right <laughs> that play before your heart bruh. double or nothing bruh Aww. um yeah uh crazy rich asians i think it's time for people to meet my i think it's time for people met my beautiful girlfriend bruh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not the same i wonder why the flowers didn't spell take a nigga back bruh you know <laughs> why not why not we being casual with it uh, well i know that's not gonna work for me you call me a bruh i'm like look i'm not your nigga bruh should have brought your ass home last night brush it up out you home you home last night <laughs> <laughs> it was fun people started chiming in and doing like sleepers in seattle i did romeo and juliet but soft 
what light through yonder window breaks bruh Aww. or bruv if you're british uh you complete me bruh was one of my faves oh that's a good one uh <laughs> it was just it was a lot of them on twitter it was fun and i think that's where i had to like i had to find my fun in it and i was like now that was bruh's terrible uh, right oh uh, so um cardi defends her publicist so people been looking to see who should be blamed and everybody's been like these people should be fired it's the concert venue it's rolling out uh who p- puts rolling loud on made her the first woman headliner ever and then you you they they tweeted out something before the concert like we just know whatever happens on such and such is gonna go viral on cardi's concert you know on her stage which made people go so y'all knew about it right right they released a statement saying we didn't know what was gonna happen we were just told by her people that something was gonna happen and to be ready for it to go viral so now it's like can you really blame the venue is she gonna fire the venue when her people were the people that did it this sounds like some like the whole like everybody was in on it but her possibly you know obviously worst case scenario being she was in on it because then i think a lot of people will probably turn on her that are fans of hers Mm -hmm. and be like you know you played us and this was fucked up and it was very triggering why would you do this so i really do legitimately hope if it was a pr stunt she's not in on it at all because you know i don't i think just for her sake people would turn on her and that would be ugly you know um so then people went well her security uh failed her they should fire the security turns out it her publicist was the person that brought him on stage so obviously she would have a clearance to be able to be like he can come on stage correct so everybody's like she gonna fire her publicist right she put out a state uh she went in and uh, defended her publicist today uh she defends her publicist for allowing offset to interrupt rolling loud performance um she's not like any other publicist uh she said about foster um um what is foster's first name i guess um what is her patience uh foster okay she's not like any other publicist publicist she's my friend you know the other publicist i had before her bitch did not care about my brand she did not care about nothing all she cared about was a check she kept telling me i had to change my ways and i told her i got here the reason why i got to this this tv show is because my personality bitch wanted me to act like a whole white person that i'm not so i got somebody that allows me to be myself yeah it's interesting too because like i said i think people are is in a way and will it depends on what she defines as acting white but in a way it's like people wanted her for her own sake to kind of switch into like some beyonce rihanna shit and that's not her like we come down out of the mountains we release a product or we put out a statement and then we descend we ascend back into the the mountains away from you regular people and we'll be back when there's something else to sell or whatever and um that's just not how she got here and so i don't i think trying to be careful about it but i think people want things for her that she don't want for herself and then they start blaming all the people around her but i don't know that she's on board with the with the plan that everyone has for her yeah they're projecting right that's the best way i can put it and i don't like i said it's not to be dismissive i just think that's why people are so caught up in it because i just look at it like 
cardi don't care about the shit that we care about the stuff that you know if you look at the language around what how people talked about that what offset did it's very like academic it was very like educated it was very like we have the words we talk space and uh microaggressions and um soft misogyny and like certain you know certain type of things that are talked about on my twitter timeline that for the most of real life people ain't made it there yet and i don't think cardi i don't know if cardi and the people around her have made it to the level of like examining shit that way um so it was just kind of interesting to see uh that language and then her kind of for lack of a better term kind of caping for the people that everyone was calling the bad guys you know and then so either we infantilize her and be like well no it is an abusive relationship she's 24 she just doesn't know it's abusive and she will come to see it's abusive or something like that which is possible i'm not saying it's not i don't know their relationship like that um it is possible that that's what's happening and everybody's right and behind the scenes this shit is really foul and dirty and and she's and she's just like um you know total victim mentality of, as far as like being manipulated and all that stuff maybe but i don't know you know what i mean because at the same time i don't know what cardi i think she's so earnest you almost have to take her word for it so if she tells you like this is how i feel i might i guess that's how you feel you know if she comes out and later says i was lying the whole time i guess so but anyway um we were told she was going to have a guest star during her set it was going to be amigos but we didn't know anything about that stunt uh sheriff said we're getting blamed as if we conspired to do this and i just want to make it clear that we did not cardi's management was in on it i had nothing to do with the it had nothing to do with the festival the artist is in full control of the stage and they determine who goes on and off and i saw people being like y'all lying but now i'm like but if she's defending her publicist and then the venue's telling you this is what we were told what the fuck what were we supposed to do is you know it's not like they tell you every detail like hey i'm gonna bring on this cake and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that like it's between them and the staff with and by staff i don't mean venue staff like they bring their staff for these concerts and shit um so i don't know she says i want to say uh um uh, oh she says i want to say thank you very much to you guys who've been supporting me and loving me and feel like they need to defend me right wrong or indifferent i don't want people to keep doing fuck shit saying fuck shit violate my baby father is not going to make me feel any better well she said that yesterday so i played that already um so yeah man this is another day where i'm like i don't know like I, i'm sure there's a lot of people that are gonna give you hot takes black and white and they're gonna tell you like this is how you should feel and this is how i feel and it's very easy to look through i don't know how to feel because it's so no yeah it's 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 two human beings doing shit and then not like and then turning around and being like this is not as big a deal or this is this is actually all this i wanted this part to happen and i'm okay with this and leave this person alone like i don't know i don't feel comfortable jumping in that and being like it's just this that or the other the only thing i can really say is if if you can help it don't invest too much in any of these motherfuckers period don't invest too much in us don't invest too much in anybody outside of of yourself uh and the people that you love that's in your life because people are gonna do things you don't understand and they're gonna make decisions that you can't really just buy like ride or die on and a lot of people have done this thing with cardi where they ride or die on every fucking thing she does 
and make it they make exceptions when she fucks up that they wouldn't make for other people and all that stuff because you know people's morality mostly extends if they like you or not and and she's very likable Mm -hmm. but like be careful that's all you know you you don't know what decision she's gonna make you don't know what she's gonna do so you don't have to frame it in some like woke feminist version of it where she's gonna like have all the answers and shit she's 24 she's trying to figure these answers out too right so all right um we'll see uh yeah i don't know if that's gonna be uh that's gonna be like our daily update of cardi because i feel like this shit ain't going away no time so no it's not yeah i just man i just hope honestly i just hope it's not something where she's in on it that's all i hope it looks exactly like it looked and she was taken aback and and because if people find out like that's some shit where it's some publicity shit i don't want to see the shit storm that it will become because people are going to be really fucking awful about all that Mm-hmm. so uh and i and i and i do feel like there's a big contingent of people that are just waiting to hate her you know what i mean like like they don't have they haven't had their moment in the sun just yet like they've had little glimpses of her making mistakes or saying stuff there's a big contingent of people that can't wait for her to really fuck up so they can tell y'all that's y'all's fave and y'all i can't believe y'all ever liked her and you know this is why Nicki minaj was right type of shit and i don't want to see any of that we're all supposed to be adults guys count her out oprah winfrey shoots down gig as oscars can you blame her nope it's also funny because i mean if they were asking people to host the oscars i feel like uh oprah probably should have got the call before kevin hart if that was the uh <laughs> if you were gonna do that if if she, she was, was on like, the list i'm not gonna be the backup to this bullshit fuckery you just put out here in front of me i'm not trying to clean it up yeah because now we're at that point where it's almost like whoever takes the job no it means that you are under kevin hart on the list and then uh it'll be interesting because if i think if it's any straight black male comic they would probably be looked at as like a scab like i can't believe you crossed the line and the picket line and 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 did the oscars when you know we all supposed to be about team kevin hart this is terrible so i don't even know what would happen um but she said no Mm-mm, i don't blame her yeah why would i i have my own fucking produ- in fact i could put my own oscars on if i felt like it so no i'm good yeah so and i'm glad she didn't take it too because y'all y'all would have started hating i low-key don't want anyone to take it i would right. like them to do a oscars with no host that's what they were talking about doing yeah i don't know why they they should do it every year like that it's not really a good gig for a comedian Mm-mm. like the kind of key comedians they want to book is not necessarily the most money it's an intensive amount of work and then the scrutiny on your jokes is so beyond at least at this juncture it's so far beyond the pale no one can go up there and just be funny anymore nope like you actually have to like um like you would need to basically get to this level where you're giving it to hungry comedians that have to prove something as opposed to established comedians that have something to lose you know because we watched all the quote-unquote greats go up there and it's you know it's not good it's chris rock went up there and people got mad they were like he wasn't woke enough 
you know <laughs> like what yeah, was that because the way it's the way it's situated they're at they're at work so you know you have to censor yourself it's some things you can joke about some things you can't joke about you know they probably tell you all this shit up front and the jokes that most of uh quote-unquote black twitter wanted they're not going to do it or if they do do it they're not going to quote-unquote go far enough so it's just one of those things where it's it's, it's kind of like a lose lose uh, situation or either you go the complete opposite where they're just fucking boring well it's also the thing too where the audience likes to be mean but they don't like the comedian to be mean anymore right which is really weird because if you sit on social media and you watch what people say about these things it's they're very mean about what people wear how they dress their style uh the if you make a mistake and you say something like any anything close to fucked up if you have something fucked up in your past uh whether you've apologized or not like all that shit is fair game on social media but then in the room if you start roasting people people start turning on you like he was just mean what is he doing this is a you know that's a sensitive topic he's talking about so i don't know why the fuck uh any of these people want to do it because it's it really does seem like a, a lose a losing hand you know yeah, and my thing gotcha funny for oprah is fucking insulting did you even ask her she looking like where if that's the case i should have been on the top of the list right so um yeah i i don't know man i think i can think of a lot of people i would like to see but then i also think that i don't want to see them get roasted by twitter and the scrutiny and you all know what i'm saying i don't want right. to see the ne- problematic jokes i remember larry wilmore did the my nigga thing to obama and i mean people damn near wanted him like off the air and i'm like that was hilarious like what are y'all serious a black person can't make that joke he's black he didn't it's, it, it's not like adam Car- Car- carolla went up there and said it like you know so i don't know man i think uh, the you know they because if they do it at the white house correspondence dinner which is literally a roast and every year we have the this was too far michelle wolf went too far it was very misogynistic how she singled out well she talked about everybody well it was very misogynistic she said that she had a good smoky eye and we know what that really means and like well what the fuck then don't then i guess just no jokes right right, right. and that's what i'm like just don't invite comedians it's like you don't have a fucking sense of humor and you invite people and their whole job is to crack jokes. So unless you're going to hear fucking knock-knock jokes, don't invite comedians. Right. Just go up there and do my Freddie Merch CDs jokes and then you'll be okay. You will be fine. Um, Let's see what else we got here. Um, oh, That's in the wrong category. Um, a man was found dead in a, as his car burst into flames in Buffalo Wild Wings parking lot. Oh, yeah, and new sauces, hot. Oh, really mm. hot. I mean, it was very spicy. Um, a man was found dead in his car when it caught fire Friday night, just before six p.m. Responding mm. officers found in the car found the car fully engulfed in flames. Mm. Well, did you see a bunch of cows running away? Cows. So. <laughs> uh uh the i think chickens would have done that crime ah! <laughs> i don't think i think the cows would have been okay with him eating eat more, eat more chicken yeah uh the parking lot buffalo wild wings uh the man's body was found inside it was fried extra crispy come on they have not identified the man and still investigating um but they say he tastes like ranch 
<laughs> all right let me move on from these jokes <laughs> it's time for me to dip <laughs> yep that's right guys i bet y'all they found was legs and thighs <laughs> that's right the rim shot is all drums <laughs> uh, <laughs> cause, oh you know i read that story that was ridiculous lyft announces a two dollar and fifty cent flat fee flat fare to grocery stores for families living in food deserts Wards 7 and 8 in D.C. are defined as food deserts according to the D.C. Policy Center. The median household income in Ward 7 is just over the federal poverty line at $45,469, and the median household income for Ward 8 is is below the poverty line. Through the program, Martha's Table, and Lyft, they uh, aim to reduce the time, transportation barriers, and financial burden as hundreds of families plan their shopping trips to select grocery providers and further Lyft's mission of improving people's lives with the world's best transportation, the company said in a blog post. It's sad that they even have to do this, but I'm glad that they're stepping in because a lot of people don't understand how bad it is to be in a, like a food desert area because a lot of people you turn around the corner it's a walmart it's the harris tita it's a Publix, it's some form of of a grocery store um uh, for some people it's nothing but fast food around you like and there's nothing else around you fast food and fucking liquor stores and that's it because the grocery stores don't want to move in the area because it doesn't benefit them to move in the area that's why they don't they can if they wanted to grocery stores could be in certain areas if they want to they just opt to go other places because that's where the quote-unquote money is um and so for those people it's very frustrating um that now i have to go 20 miles now you know especially in areas where you don't have vehicles now i have to depend on public transportation a trip that would take me 10 to 20 minutes by car takes me three hours four hours a half a day a whole day and depend on um well you look because i have family members that drive for cats and sometimes bus drivers are mean they're rude and sometimes bus drivers are like i'm not picking you up with all that food you know and shit like that taking up space on the bus like it, it, it is a whole ordeal and people take these things for granted yep uh, you said it perfectly um and this is one of those times where everybody's anti-capitalism all this stuff but this is the capitalism with a conscious type of thing that unfortunately has to happen or else you know motherfuckers just don't eat right and then it's sad right that's the truth and then you know if they get uh convenience stores and anything that have fresh stuff people would buy it up like crazy people people act because people want fresh fruits and vegetables it's not like the people don't want it mm-hmm. they don't have access to it possibly possibly i mean but the option will, will should be there Correct. whether or not that will happen i mean there's a lot of stuff around fast food that's deeper than just oh yeah um whether you want fast food or not quote unquote there's a lot of like addiction stuff and right. trans fats and all this shit um so you know there's a lot of advertising for it nobody ever advertises like broccoli advertise on this you know you never see apples yeah the shit that ain't got no smells to it they don't really advertise like that right so um but but still to not have the option 
it's it's still better now that they have some semblance of an option uh north carolina governor vetoes latest voter id legislation that's right this is another reason voting matters we had voter id laws passed uh the in the last election we had even though um we have a democratic governor and all this stuff now the last governor um pat mccrory um was a republican and you guys probably remember him he's a piece of shit um so Roy cooper won and just barely i think it actually went to like you know the thing where they have to do like extra counting or like a mm-hmm. recount or whatever mm-hmm. and he fought it every step of the way and eventually roy cooper won democratic governor roy cooper on friday vetoed legislation implementing a voter photo photo identification mandate that was added to the state's constitution in a recent referendum uh teeing up a likely veto override by republican lawmakers so this is part of the process uh cooper has reported repeatedly opposed voter id legislation over the years saying it was unnecessary and would prevent many poor minority citizens from exercising their right to cast ballots right ballots which is exactly why uh republicans want it he vetoed the measure even though more than 55 percent of voters approved a constitutional amendment last month requiring uh in-person voter photo id that's so sad the fact that there are people that really went to go vote and was like y'all need to have ids knowing that it was racist i i i don't think um there's i I refuse to believe that those people didn't do it for racist reasons come on like i don't think it's just a coincidence or they just went you know oh i was misled i thought it was a good idea we just need to stop voter fraud I, I i think even on that level if you're listening to the kind of sources that tell you that it's about voter fraud you're already listening to racist people correct and you know it's racist it's been on the news that it was proven these voter laws they tried to implement were racist it, it just you don't care you don't care about black and brown people and poor people and shit you just don't care yeah because there's a cost cost attached to getting an id like it right. is it is a cost to that and you have people that weren't born in a hospital. They were born by midwives. You have people, their shit's so old that they have to almost dig in the crates. And what happened if the hospital lost your records? Don't have your records. You know, you have people of varying of ages. What happened if you lived out in the country like a lot of my family did? And what happened? Because the thing is, uh, you got to have birth certificate. Okay, now I got to go to the state. That's a fee. You know, I got to pay them. Or I have to pay the hospital you know i have to pay the the court register it's a lot of shit and then you do all that then you have to pay for the fucking id it's a lot of costs behind this that people aren't talking about that's attached to it and then yeah i think just the inconvenience because some of this shit you gotta do in person some of this shit you gotta go to raleigh like it is not that fucking simple to be like oh just get an id right and if you think it's that simple it's normally because you have a level of privilege that allows it to be that simple for you correct uh pastor john gray responds to lamborghini uh lamborghini controversy and twitter reacts pastor john gray brought his wife a lamborghini urus which is priced at around two hundred thousand dollars for their eight-year anniversary he posted a video of gifting his wife the luxury vehicle in the video you can hear gray say to his wife you like my fire let this lamborghini light your fire baby the clip has gone viral Mm. i mean look pastor want a ball 
okay is what pastor's not supposed to ball now pastor like nice things too okay pastor gotta have a life too okay um yeah at current things at current teens with a z says okay now pastor john gray surprise his wife with new Lamborghini. that's just i'm almost speechless because it reminds me so much of jesus and his teachings and how jesus would you know remember when jesus bought um paul um remember when he bought him that porsche in the bible that part that was so dope when he was like ball on these niggas paul okay show them what you're working with ball on these broke boys and everybody was screaming um also all those people around him yelling like are those the congregants of his church most likely like is this a pastor or a mascot what is this shit some people do treat pastors like mascots i mean it's a it's not supposed to be a business that's so wild um but he did go on facebook live because a lot of people were very critical of his lavish spending you know and he said first of all it wasn't a pastor that bought the car it was a husband that bought the car i'm a husband first don't confuse what i do with who i am what i do is i pastor god's people who i am is a husband and a father and i'll do anything to honor them and i won't ask permission from anybody to do it not even god probably he also said what should concern people who are actually genuinely concerned is did this man use any money from the church to do this the answer is no absolutely not i mean semantically sure but come on bro where you get your money from cash a check that probably says the name of your church on it whatever his salary is right so come on his wife responded on instagram saying i don't see anyone screaming about how basketball players drive what they do while they while you paying money to see them play in arenas and on fields you don't live for people we live for god do you just compare so you compare the for-profit business model of the nba and athletes and then hid behind the cloak of but 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 we living for god that's so that is the exact opposite point you're making oh well good luck man yeah to to each his own you know because i know a lot of people like james you know you ain't supposed to do it for free yep i'm not investing in these motherfuckers as y'all know i would never uh and to an extent i understand that yeah i would now this i will stun on people and be like i would never that the ghetto um like people live vicariously through these pastors and shit and it's scary when you see it uh because they do treat them like celebrities mm-hmm. you know and you do see people being like uh my pastor bought a new house it's teams your pastor ain't got no house like that and it's like yeah that's i mean you think that's something to be proud of you know like that's not necessarily some something i would hold in high esteem if i was you but nah i helped pay for my pastor to have a nice car so yep good luck a lot of people were supportive of him Mm -hmm. 
lot of black people <clears throat> a lot of black people were supportive of them so um yeah because black people do this too they a lot of them did it they might not quote unquote flunk like this but they do the same thing mm-hmm. um so good luck guys out there two hundred thousand dollar lamborghini it's just so mm-hmm. weird so weird yeah. um you got you guys that you got the right to buy and purchase whatever you want but people will judge yep let's move into some other stuff let's do some um what my time look like all right let's do some fucking with black people guys can i played the wrong song <laughs> all right here we go <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the new game. Well, the old game that we love to play. It's fucking with black people. <laughs> the game we go all around the globe, find different articles, make us feel fuck with the side point scores of zero to hundred, intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. Alright, let's see how much we feel fucked with. Mm-hmm. Mahershala Ali apologized to his Green Book character's family after controversy. In the new film Green Book, Mahershala Ali plays Don Shirley, a genius black concert pianist who travels on a concert tour the South with his white bodyguard and driver, Tony Lip Vallelonga. Um, the movie is based on stories Tony Lip told his son, a screenwriter on the movie, and it shows Tony Lip frequently arrives in the nick of time to save, to save Shirley's skin, teaches him about Little Richard, and convinces him to eat fried chicken. First of all, spoiler alert much? second of all um uh, i didn't know that that was the person who uh was a screenwriter on the movie that Mm. makes more sense uh of course according to the news site shadow and act who has had it out for this movie from jump the living relatives of shirley have taken issue with how the movie portrays shirley's life shirley's nephew edwin shirley the third and his 82 year old brother maurice shirley both took issue with several aspects of green book uh shirley did not consider tony lip a close friend as the movie suggests he was always close to his family and brothers despite a line of dialogue in the movie suggesting he lost track of them he never professed to be embarrassed about his blackness or felt estranged from his race maurice shirley calls the movie's portrayal of his brother a sympathy of lies what's more the shirley family said the musicians specifically rejected efforts by tony lip's son to make a movie about their friendship i remember very very clearly going back to 30 years my uncle had been approached by nick Villalonga, the son of tony Villalonga, and a movie on his about a movie on his life and uncle donald told me about it he flatly refused so you wait till he's dead then you make the movie anyway i guess after the shirley family made their displeasure with the film known on npr edwin and maurice heard from ali i got a call from herschel ali a very very respectful phone call from him personally he called me and my uncle maurice in which he apologized profusely if there had been any offense edward told shadow and act what he said was if i've offended you i'm so so terribly sorry i did the best i could with whom with the material i had i was not aware that there were close relatives with whom i could have consulted to add some nuance to the character director peter fairly speaking with newsweek said he was under the impression that there weren't a lot of family members of don shirley still living and said that the movie invited them to a friends and family screening uh so hmm okay um zero to a hundred i would give this a 50 
50 yeah it's kind of weird because like everybody had this agenda against this movie or a lot of people did but then they were trying in shadow and act anyway they were trying to like write it so that Marshall ali would not be responsible but everybody else around it would be you know with vigo mortensen and that n-word controversy and then this i was like but it's impossible for for mahershala to be so great in the movie and such an integral part of the movie and have completely clean hands if you decided that this movie is a disrespectful bad product done in bad faith right um so i felt kind of bad for him because i was like it's gonna eventually come to the point where he gonna have to apologize because um not bad that he had to apologize but just bad that he was gonna be like part he there's no way to not for this agenda to go all the way through fruition there's no way he could be like ali ali ask for you i have nothing to do with it no nigga yeah you too um i think it's very classy for them for him to apologize uh because mm-hmm. it's not like anyone was necessarily demanding it Mm-mm. and most people hadn't got to a point where they were blaming him like i said they were playing the agenda thing where they were like everybody but him but he should win best actor but but not but he didn't do nothing wrong but he did but the movie's bad but he didn't know but kind of so uh i think that was really classy of him to apologize especially you know to them directly um so i think that's cool but um that being said uh you know they still fucks with me a bit so that's why i would say 50 so we'll see um so um what someone say he's supporting actor in the film is that is that uh is that on imdb or something how do we know that mm-hmm. anyway i got the film i started watching it today so i don't know may uh i guess the oh the film is about the white dude so i guess sure i guess shirley's role would be supporting i guess i i don't know what the rules are but yeah i, I can see that just either way we know that people were going to su- promote him for best supporting actor then while also being like this movie shouldn't have been made so it was gonna be a difficult road for him tightrope i don't know how he would have been able to give a speech if he won some award and not addressed this so better early than late mm-hmm. russian 22 2016 influence operation targeted african americans on social media you don't say word it's almost like somebody had been saying this shit for a couple years mm, mm. and you know who i really feel bad for though karen who all them suckers that did the devil's work for free didn't even get a check sitting up here letting these motherfuckers influence you to run around vilifying motherfuckers and shitting on the best options that you had politically because russia told your dumb ass to do it stupid you know and i wouldn't have a problem with it if motherfuckers would be like you know what let me put my let me raise my hand and say i was one of these people oh never i was taken in by this shit Mm -hmm. my bad y'all won't happen again this is what i get for just fucking running around seeking the best like most contrarian fucking information maybe i need to do better listen to black people listen to black women as they say oh you mean like the 97 percent that voted for hillary clinton that those black women or some other black women anyway um i remember when i was listening to that radio sputnik like whatever and i remember coming on the air and being embarrassed about it and being like i thought i was listening to uh 
some like level of like black people that were kind of socialist and woke and all this shit that people were saying were out there and i found out oh no it's kind of russian propaganda and not too secretly veiled i mean it's like radio sputnik i should have known and i felt so embarrassed and i went on the air and talked about it and i was like yeah my badge i'm you know I, I was tripping like i i can't believe i'm a sucker like that and and that's healthy because of the truth i didn't say well they they said some good things anyway so i don't no i went oh, okay i was listening to some people i didn't necessarily agree with everything they said but i was listening to some people thinking this is authentic and it's kind of some bullshit you know the 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 russia's a nothing burger and shit now motherfucking warrants and shit getting issued and niggas going to prison is is more than nothing burger but um the point being like i was not so high and mighty that i was like up my own ass on some like no nigga i feel how i feel like no i was like yo I i was wrong i thought these motherfuckers was on the up and up and they not where the fuck are the rest of where's everybody else i'm over here standing by myself everybody else got got nobody else got got you know like i know i wasn't gotten to the uh, to the effect of people running like telling people not to vote or it's okay to be apathetic or whatever because that's it guess what russia was urging with these uh <laughs> i think you have a i think you have a clue but guess what they were urging black people to do when they targeted us yes yeah, stay home or vote jill stein that's what they were doing they were they was doing all the uh hillary clinton uh, is a liar you can't trust her super predators they were doing that shit and some of you motherfuckers just went ahead and did that work too for free didn't even get a check at least some of these people that sold us out got a check for it the rest of you just just doing it for nothing pro bono work for the goddamn white man are you serious <sighs> no i said are you serious no, <laughs> <they're> serious <laughs> Um, so it was like you 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 rang right um so yeah the russian influence campaign on social media in the 2016 election made an extraordinary effort to target african-americans because they know we voted a 97 percent clip for democrats there's one fucking place you can target is us and so that's why we must be vigilant to fight against disinformation and apathy that is why because we are under the fucking gun in a way that these other people are not and i'm not a fucking coon to tell you that i have your and my best interest in mind to tell you do not give in to apathy i'm not blaming anyone for the election i didn't go well black people lost the election i didn't say that but at the end of the day seventy-seven thousand votes is what it came down to now if if, if, if it's even one person that hears the sound of my voice and goes whoops then and won't do that in 2020 then i have the mission fucking accomplished you use your platform to go hey your feelings were hurt go ahead and stay home if you want to but then but just know that that's exactly what russians and exactly what republicans that you claim to hate fucking want from you that's exactly what they want you to stay your ass home or to be like mark lamont hill talking about well we'll get a a better liberal party if we just if we just let them win okay if you think that's smart you know like so so yeah i it is that is the reason that is it is it is important it is imperative that we do that we do this that we talk about these things within our community um anyways 
um they tried to suppress the turnout of democratic voters and unleash a blizzard of activity on instagram that rivaled or exceeded its post on facebook according to a report produced from the senate by the senate uh for the senate intelligence committee the report adds new details to the portrait that has emerged over the last two years of the energy and imagination of the russian effort to sway american opinion and divide the country with the author uh, says actually continues to this day active and ongoing interference operations remain on several platforms said the report produced by new knowledge a cybersecurity company based in austin texas along with researchers at columbia university and cansfield research llc one continuing russia russian campaign for instance seeks to influence the opinion on syria by promoting bashar al-assad the syrian president and a russian ally in the brutal conflict there the new knowledge report which was obtained by the new york times is advanced to of its scheduled release on monday is one of two commissioned uh by the state by the senate committee on a bipartisan basis they are based largely on data about the russian operatives provided to the uh, senate by facebook twitter and other companies whose platforms are used by the way twitter and facebook didn't even necessarily know how bad the problem was or this shit was happening and didn't do anything no they just took their money right they don't want to expose how many fake ass users they got and shit they could shut this shit down if they wanted to yes they could right um so yeah uh let me find um some of the shit they talked about um in here um the new knowledge researchers discovered many examples of russian operators building an audience with one theme and then shifting to another often more provocative set of messages for instance instagram account called army of jesus first posted in january 2015 images from the muppet show then shifted to the simpsons and by early 2016 became jesus focused multiple memes associated jesus with mr trump's campaign and satan with that of his rival hillary clinton so they build up an audience with the cute shit and then switch it once they get enough followers to have some impact and be like hillary clinton is the devil retweet but the new knowledge report gives particular attention to the russian focus on african americans which is evident to anyone who examines collections of their memes and messages the most prolific ira efforts on facebook and instagram specifically targeted black american communities and appear to have been focused on developing black audiences and recruiting black americans as assets using gmail accounts with american sounding names the russians recruited and sometimes paid unwitting american activists of all races to stage rallies and spread content but there was a disproportionate pursuit of african americans it concludes so who got paid somebody somebody cast a check Mm-hmm. so who got paid y'all look around to your left and to your right who the fuck cast a check to tell you not to vote or that it was cool not to vote or to vote for third party or Somebody some other got level paid. who got a check the report says that the, while other distinct ethnic and religious groups were focused on one or two pa- facebook pages or instagram accounts the black community was targeted extensively extensively with dozens in some cases facebook ads were targeted at users who had shown interest in particular topics including black history the black panther party and malcolm x Mm-hmm. looking for y'all hoteps looking for looking for wokes to do their bidding the most popular of the russian instagram accounts was at blackstagram with 303,663 followers that's a lot right um you know one thing i'm thinking about too is how i i talked about this before but with the hotel shit you almost well for me i almost feel sorry for those dudes sometimes because 
only living in a country that hates you would enable you to believe the kind of conspiracies they believe because so much fucked up as shit has happened yeah enough stuff has been actually true that is fucked up towards black people in america that you can it's not the biggest leap of faith to go oh yeah and this thing is a conspiracy as well mm-hmm. the cia selling crack has been confirmed the tuskegee experiments confirmed eugenics in our own country in my own state of north carolina confirmed you know these are not like these are enough to drive you crazy and and the same way that people said well you know russia hacked american i said no they hacked white people and their racism right well they hacked some black people too and our and our paranoia and our fear and our pstd from dealing with racism they hacked us too if that's what you want to call it um yeah they also created websites disguised african-american in origin blackmattersus.com blacktivist.info blacked olive oil what blacked olive.org okay blacksoul.us on youtube the largest share of russian material covered the black lives matter movement and police brutality with channels called don't shoot and black to live Mm -hmm. the report does not seek to explain the heavy focus on african-americans right right i'm pretty sure we know why because we're gonna vote democrat so let's get let's get in there and stop that um so yeah it's it's just it's crazy that and people really try to reverse the polarity and make the same black people who are like look guys i understand that none of us are the biggest stands of hillary clinton but we understand also she's a better candidate than donald trump and donald trump has the potential to be the worst president in the u.s history and they went you're a coon you're the real problem black person really you gonna shame me that shit they did that shit to us yes they did but here's the fucking numbers here's the research shit that i've knew innately that you don't know or refuse to acknowledge or were you paid i don't know but i that's that's the only conclusion i got you either stupid or you paid you know i I hope you got paid i hope you weren't just that fucking dumb and now even worse watch how few people admit this shit watch how people don't share this shit watch how they twist their involvement into nah i wasn't on that shit when you knew they were it's gonna be a lot of people without their hat in their hands because they don't they refuse to fucking admit they were wrong no apologies coming from anybody you know it's crazy man you don't this i hate to say shit like the internet isn't real because i understand the implications of that but a lot of this shit is not it's not real life necessarily it's not the same as real life you don't know why people are doing what they're doing Mm -mm. a motherfucker telling you not to vote and and that you a coon as a black person for wanting people to black people to vote um yeah that that motherfucker who knows what kind of person they are so that anyway i'm a hundred fucked with even though that definitely validates uh some of the things i've been saying and thinking for the last couple years Mm -hmm. i'm still fucked with because i can't believe people are so fucking stupid they need to have a fucking study done to tell them that maybe you shouldn't fucking be doing what russia wants you to do with your vote or what republicans want you to do with your vote which is stay your black ass home is what they want you to do you think they weren't targeting us too like come on man it's so obvious it was so obvious and motherfuckers fell for a hook line and sinker 
and i'm supposed to respect that fuck out of here all right i'm sorry karen you you're same hundred. all right i bet i talked a lot on that did you mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. all right um none that i wouldn't say so we good <laughs> got it last one vandals destroy families inflatable black santa claus actually i'll do two more trump is really changing this country the oregon family was shot is he though is he though Rrr. i'm tired of people saying that this shit always been here it ain't changing shit all right, all right. i'm sorry no, that's fine if you want to yell at these black people that said that an oregon family was shocked to discover that an inflatable black santa claus on their front lawn had been slashed by vandals just 24 hours after they put it on display it was probably some cops just thought it was no i'm just kidding guys i don't know fritz and belinda richard who are african-american have lived in bethany oregon for 21 years this year they decided to add an inflatable black santa oh the niggers took it too far right santa, <laughs> santa can only be white right i was already stressed out to live next door right and then and then and then people get mad at parents they'd be like fuck that white man um he ain't taking credit for my work right somewhere uh megan kelly's like but he is but i mean it wasn't an accurate santa um they decided to add the black santa claus to their holiday decorations on wednesday they installed the eight foot tall and da 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 24 hours later it was stabbed uh how you gonna shank santa dog <laughs> they shank black santa dog shank shank <laughs> uh richard told beaverton oregon uh koin six news that he woke up on thursday discovered a slash santa deflated on his lawn looks like someone had a problem with our black santa he wrote on facebook found him this morning someone took a knife to him trump is really changing this country is this how you make america great again with hate crimes uh there are a lot of neighbors who have christmas decoration caucasian santas nothing that we know is happening to them he said so karen um you still mad at him for saying it was trump oh it is trump but uh the country has always been like this this ain't nothing new got it got it um i like uh i like that um it's a hate crime because it is a hate crime but like i'm not Mm -hmm. trying to be funny but on the scale of hate crimes it's like a hate misdemeanor crime it's low on the scale like if you walk into it's like a fantasy hate crime (laughs) yeah like if you walk into the police station and you be like we got some hate crimes okay what happened to you uh a white man came to my house and burned across in my yard okay go to the go to the emergency line uh what about you uh yeah i was dragged uh on the ground behind a pickup truck and was beaten okay yeah we need to get you definitely uh straight to the to the felony line uh what about you sir they shanked my santa this shit is not gonna ride okay it's a goddamn hate crime (laughs) i am ha ha hot about this okay (laughs) i demand justice (laughs) the weather outside <laughs> all right um there will not be no bells jingling around my house till we fix this up on my rooftop click 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 is the sound of my nine okay because i'm gonna shoot a motherfucker if they come back to my house shanking my black santa <laughs> they better be glad i didn't have rudolph's phone number in a move of solidarity with the richard family several other neighbors have said they too will purchase a black santa and will put the set up in their yards oh mm-hmm. i will replace them mm-hmm. and bloom right up again well no no no. their neighbors said they're gonna put black santas in their yards oh oh the neighbors oh yeah that's so sweet that's actually a christmas miracle white people who care 
they hearts grew three sizes that day mm-hmm. that person that person gonna, gonna fuck around and get caught on a ring if they fuck around and stab their neighbor's uh black santa now this does give me a great idea for um tales from the hood three shank the black santa and then they come back to life and kill your ass uh is is exactly the opposite result i think they were looking for richard said there will hopefully be a lot of black centers around this neighborhood mm-hmm. i hope so too fritz richard me too me too i do agree you know with them about you know the trump shit but you know i i don't know once once you like i said once you get woke and people go well this is new you go no no baby this shit has always been here all right last one uh for me i'm 100 fuck with how about you oh yeah oh wait you know take it back 75 i'll take it back i'm 75 shout out to those neighbors but i'm still fucked with you oh yeah it's 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 still uh 100 i mean i mean no if that had mrs claus would you it'd have been a a bit of double double homicide (laughs) double hate crime crime. (laughs) oh my god i don't want to tell you what they did to those poor reindeer guys mm-hmm. you don't even want to begin to hear about what they did to the males mm-hmm. uh white man caught completely fabricated story about a black man kidnapping his baby police in illinois over the weekend determined that a white man had completely fabricated a story about a black man kidnapping his baby and apparent revenge for an alleged drug deal gone wrong man there's a lot of drug deals go wrong getting up blamed on a random imaginary black person a brown person right local news station wjbc reports that mitchell dutz of fulton county illinois called the police over the weekend and told them that a black man named james jackson (laughs) how you know your drug dealer's name james jackson had stolen his car with his 13 month old son bentley dutz in the back seat however an investigation by police revealed that no baby had been kidnapped and that dutch's car had never been stolen police then determined that dutch had fabricated stories a way to get back at jackson for what police described as a drug deal gone wrong dutch was allegedly robbed during a drug deal that had had used the infant as a way to purchase charges pursue charges against the alleged persons who had robbed him at discovering that he had lied to them police arrested dutch and charged him with residential burglary filing a false police report and making a false 911 call residential burglary yeah that would tickle you for some reason what yes they charged him for i know he made a a false police report Mm -hmm. but they charged you for residential burglary they charged you for stealing the shit in your car what is you stealing oh yeah he stole his own he said he stole his own shit right okay so i'm like okay what you didn't break into a house i'm trying to figure out where the resident is i wonder if that was the real drug dealer's name then i think it was damn well he just got your shit because you he didn't call us you did sir yeah i don't i mean now i'm gonna be honest karen i hate to say this i know it's against the grain but uh i actually believe the white man now i'm not saying it was um what was his name james jackson i'm not saying james jackson got him obviously that's that's not true james jackson didn't steal his car but somebody stole that car i think we know who it was hey 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 got a nice (laughs) car just sitting out Time for me to steal this. We would take it to Noble with his unlock and BJ Albert B. He didn't know what's happening. He's sitting there. It was like, hey, 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 wanna have a good time? Where's this music coming from? Turn this shit up. And why is it getting louder? 
and why are y'all beating the top of trash can lids <laughs> it looks like somebody left some drugs up in here i'm gonna have to steal this then uh, later on we gonna get high hey 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 <laughs> Every time it's an imaginary black person, I just imagine Fat Albert and them stealing somebody's shit. Come on. Oh, my God. That's why they charged for residential burglary. They was charging them, not him. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's get into some Guess the Race, and then we'll wrap this up so we can go watch the Panthers. Okay, guys? Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, Karen, and the chat room to guess the race. And of course, everybody playing is racist. All right get into it santa rosa a santa rosa man high on meth set off a m80 under a patrol car what's the m80 a m80 is a type of firework i believe okay the man who allegedly ignited the explosive under sonoma county sheriff's office patrol car last week was identified monday by authorities tristan proto 22 has been staying with a friend and uh, alexandra Brodrov, 22 in forestville for a few days according to the sonoma county sheriff's office one friday morning the two allegedly took meth and visited downtown guerneville i wish it these people didn't rob the white man another story <laughs> um proto who was in who was from santa rosa brought what he described as an m80 type firework with him uh Brodrove and proto got into an argument mid-friday and parted ways according to the sheriff's office a short time later proto apparently came across the sonoma county sheriff's uh patrol car in the safeway lot good old safeway right uh shortly before noon a sonoma county sheriff's deputy had gone into safeway and parked in the lot the deputy went inside the grocery store and heard a loud explosion that rattled the windows proto yeah it maybe could hurt people it's like a bomb proto allegedly lit the firework and threw it under the car because he doesn't like the sheriff's office oh that's definitely one way to express yourself oh did it fuck the car up the deputy rushed out the grocery store after hearing an explosion witnesses pointed to proto who was running through the parking lot (laughs) they chased him down and then put him in custody uh this time they believe the explosion was an isolated incident and not connected to a pipe bomb left under monte rio bridge july 7th they were unable to determine exactly the type of explosive left under the patrol car and noted it was a power technic explosive device which is illegal to possess and illegal to detonate oh so he got so one of these is the professional kind of kind of be shooting off the roof for the fourth of july mm-hmm. proto was booked on the in the jail on suspicion of using explosive with the intent to injure and violate uh violation of probation for three previous drug charges oh he out there with with that shit you gotta have a degree in to blow up no thank you he white and resisting arrest karen's going with white chat room what are what race are you saying um what was his name tristan proto is all right let's see are they sure uh it just wasn't a banana in the tailpipe well that's not a race ah! 
fireworks and meth equals final standing white man dennis the menace white bombs over of baghdad white lol white 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 even meth couldn't make his muscles fast twitch white <laughs> meth fire saltine cracker white 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 the correct answer is white everyone got it and i will put his picture on screen give me one second um it's weird because he's a white dude that got like the white people dreads too and a hippie like tie-dye shirt on so he probably was like this is for me to the man bruh oh oh no baby oh no mm-hmm yeah I'm, yeah his his head his no his head don't lock like ours it don't fuck the policeman and then he like ran off in his flip-flops Pope thing he looked like he ain't, ain't know what to touch him in days Mm-mm-mm. um all right florida woman is in is under arrest after cows heard her in the custody oh the cow oh so these was the chick-fil-a cows which they didn't want no smoke i guess Mm-mm. or no smoked beef uh <laughs> i know that was like we tired of you eat more chicken and she was like fuck you cows it was like move your ass on over here yeah a car thief bailed out of the stolen car and hoofed it monday <laughs> oh this one of them sassy articles from in sanford florida um i don't know only in florida trying to see if this is gonna play the news video or or is it just the cows running around can't tell give me one second to see uh but yeah i'm i'm not surprised that uh yeah, them, them cows got her for a moving violation spectrum <laughs> 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 tv has more hd oops sorry more i didn't know an ad was gonna play uh but yeah i guess she didn't want any beef with those cows <laughs> oh, that's good. at least that's what i heard oh, that's a good one. all right back to the news i can turn the volume back up and bust in sanford we showed you this chopper video this afternoon you oh now you want to freeze you son of a bitch this woman running here herd of cattle chasing after the getaway are we really about to do this what if i pause and let it load yeah i'll go back to the beginning sometimes it'll catch up like that oh man oh yeah i see where it's loaded just taking this sweet ass time Mm -hmm. all right i'll see if i can let it load in the background um but yeah um not surprised that it was florida at all i know that mm-hmm. much oh uh, all right let me see if this worked like it loaded a Hanford, we showed you this chopper video this afternoon you see this woman running here herd of cattle chasing after the getaway suspect we'll new at 11 we're finding out why they were on the move going after her new six is jennifer ortega joins us with the update from the property owner the owner of this pasture says the cows are usually very friendly, that he comes out here a couple times a week just to feed them. And tonight we showed him the video of the cattle going in on the suspect, and he says he believes they were acting out of instinct. 
actually the large group of cows is following her. Because I feed them all the time. I give them all my food scraps. Like, they love bread. Cows love bread. Richard Congracki says he's been living along Sipes Avenue in Sanford for decades, with dozens of cattle on his property. He says he has never had a problem with the bovines acting aggressive, but then again, he has never had someone run across their field. Uh, looks like they may attack her. I think they didn't realize who they were, and they it's apparently the cows were nervous. Police say Jennifer Kaufman was in a car yesterday with two other people that was stolen out of Brevard County. That at some point they crashed, ditching the car near Sipes Road. Okay, driver's bailing, still got a passenger in the vehicle. Suddenly, Kaufman comes across a herd of cattle. At first, they didn't seem to mind, but then it takes a wild turn. That would make me panic if all them big cows come running at you because they didn't know them. And they, they figured they, they don't know if they're there to hurt them or whatever, mm-hmm. or maybe steal one of the little babies. Eventually, Coffin makes it across the field and under a fence, where she's met by police. The two other people were also arrested. Kondraki tells us the herd was probably trying to protect its young. Because you don't want to mess with any, any animal, whether it's an elephant or a little cat. You don't mess with the little babies. The suspect is facing several charges, including theft and drug possession. Despite the chaos, the cattle is doing just fine. In San Francisco, uh-huh. Ortega, New Sex. Uh-huh. All right. Karen, guess the race. Oh, white. All right. Uh, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. You think them cows walked up and said up to her, but like, what's beef? All right, let's get into. I mean, I, that's probably the closest graze they've ever had with the law. Oh, they probably told her, "Oh, we just hoofing around with you." Karen, I think it's time for you to put these puns to pasture. <laughs> white white utterly ridiculous white bitch i'm a white bitch i'm a white <laughs> cow tipping white white the cattle knew she wouldn't season them if she had the chance oh delicate white flower white white meat only bovine becky white uh move that dope white and <laughs> milky white the correct answer is she was whole milk white I'm not gonna show the picture because I'm running out of time. Let's go to the bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is two for two, I believe. Yay! Let's see if she can finish, um, three for three all right oh that article's been taken down all right um how about um um hmm. no no oh man here's one a dog dies after being shot in the face by a man with a rifle on the balcony oh he assassinated that dog what the fuck who does that right 
a small dog was killed late saturday night after a man with a pellet rifle shot him in the face from a second story balcony in davy miami resident johan johansson concepcion de la rose uh 19 was arrested on a, a on a charge of causing cruel death and pain and suffering to an animal his bond was set at twenty five hundred dollars uh according to the arrest reports multiple 911 calls about two men shooting at a dog from apartment 1602 brought davy police uh to the central at davy by area of apartments around 6 30 p.m saturday officers found a crowd of people including a blood covered rochelle pearson holding her small brown and white dog and an off-duty pembroke pines police officer and the officer's brother all of them pointed to the 1602 as the shooter's location pearson and davy told davy cops she and her boyfriend were walking an eight-month-old princess pearson's eight-year-old daughter's dog past building number 16 when they heard a pop she looked down to find the dog bleeding from the mouth meanwhile the off-duty uh pines officer told them told his davy counterparts he was driving up and saw two guys on 1602's balcony run back inside with a black scoped rifle he saw the dog bleeding did the math and watched the building's front door to make sure that neither man left before davy police arrived the report says conception opened the door to the apartment with david alvarez yelling from a back room the off-duty pines cop and his brother said conception was the one holding the rifle conception told cops he was just shooting towards the lake beyond the walking path and a dog and the walkers crossed into his line of fire it was an accident he said why would that matter you could hit a person you were shooting yeah you were shooting pellets in public at shit it's a that's such a child lie like i was just shooting at random things i wasn't trying to hit nobody well nigga you did it's the problem alvarez story varied greatly from that according to the report he told cops that conception showed up at the apartment with the pellet rifle while they were on the balcony he looked over to see conception kneeling looking through the scope and appearing to aim the rifle police report that alvarez said conception looked over and said to him in spanish i'm going to shoot the dog that's an open and shut case yeah because they have a rifle so that means you can kind of narrow down a specific point right yep so guess the race of johansson conception de la ross hispanic a latinx all right all right okay let's go on with uh some version of latin mm-hmm. uh latinx white latino the wall will get built once the white people hear they assassinated that dog was hunting dinner latinx hispanic latinx latin latin and latinx uh the correct answer is and uh 100 of you guys missed it he was black Right. a recount i need to see the picture shout out to amara la negra y'all not all people that's uh latinx is uh is not black and that is a nigga right there look at his hair mm-hmm need me to blow the picture up more oh no that is a black person okay now he may be speak spanish but when the cops pull him over they are seeing a black yes they are i know i'm sorry to throw a curveball on y'all at the end mm. but that's what happens mm. uh and i'm surprised he ain't fly away with the meters <laughs> dumbo all right so a ratchetness
all right that's uh wait whoops all right so erogenous sorry i hit the button too many times um what you're looking at right now is the face of the goddamn enemy okay oh i am okay a colorado springs woman is seen smiling big after she was arrested for allegedly sitting on a school on school property with samurai swords and knives oh and knives oh look at her smiling like it's a damn like it's a photo shoot jillian Haddon, 29 was arrested in connection up to the incident on the vanguard school campus on friday morning although there were no specific threats police said the school administrators reported a woman lying along the exterior wall of the school property with two large samurai stores and knives on her own or near her police said she did not have any legitimate business to be on campus they arrested her without incident she was booked in the jail for having weapons on school grounds Mm-mm-mm. a goddamn shame if you ask me all right guys that's it we will talk to y'all uh tomorrow or wednesday until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.